0: Mm-hmm. Uh, the song.
1: <laughs>
0: what do video games mean to you guys
2: oh that's Ooh, a tough uh, question i know i'm just kidding don't answer what <laughs> i'm gonna say is
0: better anyway All right. <laughs> Everyone falls somewhere between this vast intersecting spectrums of interest, dedication, and respect, and a bunch of other words, because I couldn't really figure out exactly what kind admiration. of uh, intersecting spectrums I wanted to think. The point is, whether you play a few games of Call of Duty or Madden or your favorite fighter after work, or play so much Starcraft 2 that it becomes your country's entire national pastime, <laughs> uh, there's journalists. Professional players, streamers, there's artists, programmers, all developers, really. And then there's also that boomer that still calls everything Nintendo. (laughs) And there's everyone in between. Uh, Undeniably, video games are part of our culture now. They're art, they spark intellectual discourse, they're technological marvel. We use them to express ourselves in creation and passion, talk about them, write about them, you know, make whole podcasts about (laughs) about them. We even argue about them in the Supreme Court um they (laughs) employ us entertain us and bring us together Mm -hmm. so what do video games mean to me uh despite my best efforts this isn't a podcast about me i'm trying (laughs) though we're gonna get there one day (laughs) on today's episode we're going to talk about the development of a game that is very important to me and i'll save my love letter for the end but it was a divisive game for a lot of people so i think it's a pretty good example of how someone's trash can be another's treasure
1: Fortnite.
0: <laughs> so welcome to Hot Button. I'm Randall Beatrice, and as always, I'm joined by Randall Beatrice
2: and hey. Arnold
1: Blakeston.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got it
2: right for once. This feels
1: weird. I don't like change. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. I'm obviously Chris Antuano,
2: and uh, obviously, and I'm Austin Blakesley, not Arnold <laughs> Blakeston. <laughs> I read several of those. <laughs> uh, Arnold Blakeston was the one I liked. Um, I'm Chris
1: Blakesley. <laughs> Um, that's, why I didn't, that's why I didn't want you to do the intro. I, just, oh, okay. I literally just wanted to make the joke,
0: I'm Randall Beatrice, and as always, I'm joined by Randall
1: Beatrice. We, we do sound exactly the same. We get that a lot.
0: Yeah, of course. All the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever your mom calls, I answer, I go,
1: hey, mother, it's old Randall. Oh, God. I don't think I've ever referred to my mom as mother. I think that would really weird her out.
2: Use the word Mommy. <laughs>
1: Isn't that what the Damien Omen kid said? Didn't he call his mom mother? <laughs>
2: it sounds, a bit, if it's a sounds hard like movie, something a demon would do, yeah. yeah. Hello, mother. <laughs> I call my mother, mother, like,
0: ironically. Like, hey, mother.
1: Does she call you son? <laughs>
0: Sometimes. <laughs> or shithead. Or literally, my mother will do this. I'm sorry if she figured out how to listen to podcasts about this. <laughs> We'll say, like, uh, her brother's names or my my brother's name, like, Jimmy, James, Tony, shit, Christopher, whatever your fucking name is. You got a bunch of long lost brothers, dude. Yeah. He does that all the time. It's amazing. All right. So, you guys ready to jump into it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Our story begins October 1st, 2007.
1: Year of our Lord. I Googled yeah. this date, by the way. Apparently, Crank That Soldier Boy came out.
2: On October what 1st. An tw- <laughs> history, <laughs> what an important day in history, everybody. What an important day. <laughs> Check out the future of hot button episode on Crank That Soldier Boy. <laughs> Uh, just a side story
0: if you want real quick we
2: can leave the center, take it out uh, me and my cousin used to run a venue a
0: music venue in Baltimore City did Soldier Boy play there? well no when uh, we uh, <laughs> when we were doing like the demolition and construction on the inside of the building during yeah. the summer it was in the bad neighborhood in Baltimore City we had, always had in in our, City. all we had was in our trunk that first night which was a baseball bat and a crowbar <laughs> some bandanas and a stereo we only had a Soldier Boy CD <laughs> so we put on that Soldier Boy CD and we were all like, covered our faces and we started like removing the stuff from the walls to get yeah, down to the yeah, bricks. but it was just us listening to soldier boy wearing <laughs> bandanas slashing at the walls with like crowbars and I'm... a bunch of people just open the door and walk in because that happens in the city all the time and yeah. they were just stopped and then they <laughs> walked
1: away <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Baltimore your subway restaurants have armed guards
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome <laughs> Yeah, you don't want people getting away without paying $5 for their footlong. (laughs) Yeah. it's the worst
0: thing that's ever happened to (laughs) Subway.
1: They got sued over those footlongs not actually being a footlong.
2: They got sued over less than a footlong, I'll tell you that. How's Jared doing? (laughs) (laughs) So,
0: I'll take it again. No, no, Our, no, I, our story I, I, begins on October 1st, 2007. When that's Mike, all staying in. Yeah, when Microsoft and famous Oni developer Bungie decided no. to finally part ways. Uh, after a long and fruitful partnership for both companies with the wild success of Oni, it was time for <laughs> Bungie to move on. Uh, this is a quote from Harold Ryan, who's the former head of Bungie. Harold Ramis? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the quote The creative professionals who worked on the Halo franchise were used to being able to look around the room and see Bungie people. They felt lost inside the much bigger organization of Microsoft Game Studios, and despite the success of Halo, that desire to be independent is something that a significant number of people on the team still felt lacking.
1: Who are you calling Bungie people? I mean, that, that's how they got there. I mean, we we talked about Bungie a lot on the that the uh,
2: was it the Xbox episode and the Halo and the- episode. Oh right, well yeah. duh. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. The, the
1: fucking Halo episode. They made they did too they many made, episodes now. I can't just, remember them just anymore. Just
2: so you're aware, Randy, they made Halo in addition to Oni. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> did that, yeah. Yeah. this is the same people that make Halo. The so. Ricochet guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, no, that's Valve. Oh, wait. The Marathon Guys. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh,
0: same syllables. Right. Yeah. So, from what I could gather, it seems like Microsoft wanted Bungie to make that sweet cash cow Halo until either the fans were sick of it or Bungie died. And obviously, they didn't want either to happen.
1: Halo 3 did real well. Microsoft <laughs> wanted more of that.
0: Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> obviously, that didn't happen. So, Bungie wanted that freedom. And the cost of that freedom was two things. A stake in the newly founded Bungie LLC and the loss of their franchise. So not only did they trade some equity in their new company to Microsoft, but Microsoft would maintain all of the rights to the intellectual property of Halo.
1: Mm.
0: I guess I can yeah. see like, on a personal level like how it's, like pretty intense for those people that worked on it.
1: Yeah, it's like Kojima's attachment to Metal Gear. Yeah. Sure. yeah.
0: You have to feel like some of that, but I also get the sense of relief from Bungie almost because like... They've been doing this for a while now. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, I don't think they wanted to be the Halo company. Absolutely
0: they? not. Yeah. And you can tell that from the wild like yeah. myth and marathon and I mean, Halo all and all games,
2: these weird things. They hadn't you know. been doing it for that long. If in you the factor in when things, the project you know? of Halo yeah, yeah, yeah. started... To 2007, it was less than a decade. Yeah, less than a decade. Yeah.
0: That's still a long time to be it working on. It is a long
2: time, but One. considering, you know, certain game studios so, out there yeah. have, have been working on franchises there's, there's for...
1: A, there's a lot of game studios. <laughs> longer, <than that. laughs> than that, yeah. There's a lot of game studios that are named after their franchise. Like 343 like 3, 4, 3, 4, 3, three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And The Coalition. The Co- uh, Coalition, yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
0: that was a seemingly high price to pay for that independence, but Bungie wasn't about to let all that Oni steam go to waste. So... <laughs> It's so come up so
1: I'm a big fan of this.
0: Um, at the 2008 Tokyo Game Show, during their presentation, Microsoft announced Halo 3 Recon.
1: I did not realize. Yeah, I saw that in your script and I did yeah. not realize that That, that would be the last project
0: that Bungie plans to do for the Halo franchise. When asked if Recon will be the, quote, final statement for Bungie, Halo PR director Brian Jarrett said, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> That's definitive. Yeah, I know. Which. <laughs> but- Because of this, Bunty had two other unknown projects in development at the time. One of them, we'll find out, eventually was Reach. So, of course, that's why he was like, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. And uh, he also talked about that when Recon shipped that the teams would move on to make some sort of new game or be absorbed into the other uh, existing projects. Right, yeah. So a month later, Recon was renamed Halo 3 ODST, which is what we know it
2: as. It's crazy that still has the three in there. Recon's a better name.
0: I recon. think so, too. Do, I do you think totally that's like
1: stepping on Ghost Recon's toes? No. Uh, maybe
0: that, or maybe they just wanted like some sort of like, it's not the Spartan Recon armor, it's totally different. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no,
1: Recon is a better name than ODST. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Um, so that's it. Bungie said no more halo for them mm. until e3 2009 when at <laughs> the e, uh, after the odst presentation they played a little teaser trailer for halo reach i remember that. which would fall 2010 yeah. As it said at the end of it, which is a really cool trailer. I remember that trailer too. It shows yeah. like the planet getting like glass. A, oh. oh. yeah. yes. yeah. so a lot of the implications, the fall.
2: yeah, fall of Reach. I guess. So I was gonna say a lot of the implications were surrounding. Oh, oh that's crazy! Right? Oh. Fuck. <laughs> they planned that one ahead.
1: But yeah, it was. It, it was Reach for the most part was centered around that book. I mean, it's a prequel yeah. to yeah. and it is the book. Also, yeah.
0: both. In my opinion, both ODST and Reach are awesome games. Like I, li- I like them
1: not, both. I'm a, so I'm a defender of ODST. I like ODST actually yeah. a lot. I... Uh, Reach... I'm not
2: a big fan of it. Reach
0: introduced a lot of shit that's made like the newer kind of like Firefight. I, I like, and, the,
2: like, class all, like yeah, the class thing system thing in that. that yeah, ODST that was, was Firefight. Oh, that was Firefight. Firefight yeah. Okay, the shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I love that was, it, yeah.
1: it started in ODST, but it's also in Reach. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I ever
0: played more than just the campaign once through on ODST.
1: Oh my god. So we were watching um the, the there was a f- couple weeks ago I was hanging out with some people and we were watching old video game commercials. Look up the short film that Microsoft produced for ODST. It's incredible. Nice. Like it, it's a like, lot of their Is ads that are the really live good. action one? Yes. Yeah, it, that's the like one that like probably the, became like District 9 or yeah, something. Yeah, the test footage. Yeah, yeah. It's like
0: it's, the, it's, um, and it's like it's, what it's, what it's like called? 15 Banshees minutes long. Yeah, over it's so well done. Like even
1: now like those effects hold up and everything. It's really Oh yeah, it it's incredible yeah. yeah it's really crazy Halo but, was always really good with ads oh yeah yeah that you've ad know. with the the minifigure set for uh, three yeah. is one no, of
0: those no Jakey has a great video about video game commercials and one of the big centerpieces is that Halo is ad. That yeah they is had to take the diorama the, one the yeah, diorama? Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah they had
1: to take it apart uh, I think the studio mm-hmm. yeah like the, yeah. 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 yeah but
0: that's an incredible yeah yes. so, despite that mean addiction to Halo Reach would actually be Bungie's last title in the franchise Microsoft would hand over Halo to in-house 343 Industries, which was a company founded after the split in 2007 to manage the Halo media universe. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So... They would go on to develop a new Halo trilogy and a bunch of other crap no one cares about, like that Halo app and Halo Infinite. That um, app
1: thing never worked. Well, Halo Infinite's not out. We don't know what that's going to be. I know. It's I just fucking weird. It. <laughs> no, I
0: don't I see I'm just kidding. Um, mm-hmm. 343 did a very good job. I still enjoy the campaigns, the multiplayer is a lot of fun.
1: I actually like Halo 4. I think more more Chief most Collection people. is
0: one of the coolest fucking Halo things 4- ever made. In uh,
2: retrospect sizzling. Is actually one, is, is definitely my favorite Of the non One two Bungie and three ones. stories Yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Like the the decision to focus on like the relation the weird relationship between the chief and yeah. Cortana yeah, is like yeah. really cool. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And I like it's the ba- five like th- kind of. I like mm-hmm. the bad guy, yeah.
0: and I like all the you know the Forerunner stuff because if you ever watched like the, the didact, the didact, didact, yeah, which is a sick Is that name. the other
1: race they create all those new the weapons? Forerunners
0: no, are the, the other race. race. Okay. The Forerunners but are like the, the the ancient people. The yeah. didact
2: was like the bad guy. That okay.
0: Looked, all right, I know. remember. That. It's been a little while. Since Very cool. If you never seen. Uh I forget what it's called. It's like the animatrix equivalent but Halo. is oh, it Oh, uh, Halo Legends? Halo Le- Legends. Yeah. 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 It's cool. awesome. It's a bunch of short stories yeah. done by different animators I and things. That. There's one that tells the backstory of the Forerunners and it's done in like um I guess you could say it's like old Robotechy kind of animation, like you know, It does have robot uh, and Robotech it's, it's look incredible. To it. yeah. It's awesome.
1: The way everything moves and animates is very similar.
0: So, um, Bungie was finally moving on, but not before they would leave a small clue to their next adventure behind, in Odst. This was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was you found. Didn't know this? This no, I knew it after. Yeah. Like, I, like oh, I did yeah. this was At found time, years later, yeah. actually, too, which is really cool. Yeah. So, in Odst, the player can come across a poster in one of the cities, and on that poster is a picture of Earth. And it has a small white circle at 2 o'clock. That's a reference to an analog clock for our younger (laughs) listeners. Um, It's basically centered around eastern Russia or so. Um, It's a two-dimensional picture, though. Above the Earth, in that mysterious white orb, on the top of the poster the words, Destiny Awaits. It's no coincidence. No coincidence. (laughs) Very, very cool. Yeah. I think that's incredible, especially since 2009 is very early in that sort of development. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... In 2010, Bungie, now separated from Microsoft, announces a 10-year partnership with Activision.
1: That's a long Activision. time. Yeah. 10 years. 10 years. And they I...
0: fulfilled the whole thing. <laughs> Nothing um, went wrong. So Activision, we know them. They're a company known for the How to Train Your Dragon video games and Call of Duty Ghosts. That's Those the are the two most popular ones, yeah. titles. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bungie co-founder and big idea man Jason Jones had a lot to say about he his came up in our so, yeah. Um over this deal in a Sweet Game Informer article I found at the time. Um, also, thank Game Informer, I was telling Austin before this. Usually when I was writing this last one, I was building like a timeline to help me like fill in the blanks while writing. Was this catalog? Game Informer literally had a development timeline for Destiny. That's very helpful. Very helpful. Yeah. Thanks, thank you, Game Informer. <laughs> so, in this Game Informer article, he briefly mentions that he's been working on a new IP since the end of ODST. Him and a couple of other like the big head idea guys at Bungie we're working on this
1: project, and yeah. everybody wanted to know what they were doing.
0: Yeah, they had been pretty much ODST ended. They didn't even mess with Reach. They had a whole other team working on that. They just kind of went to work on like the absolute ground floor of this it,
2: new yeah. this new IP. I don't know if you guys know, but I'm pretty sure that the team that made Reach was the team that uh, they were essentially three four three, but before they were incorporated. Really? So that might, like,
0: that might make sense. Bungie yeah.
2: split into two yeah. teams. One was working on Destiny, which would go on to be Bungie proper, and then the Reach team just split off, formed their own company, and that was three four three. Like okay, they knew that. That makes sense. That, it must that, have happened way back then. They knew then, that yeah. Yeah. was happening, but they didn't like get it done yet. That's some foresight,
1: I guess.
0: Also, I, I looked it up, but yeah. obviously,
2: I mean, I don't know if you
0: listeners probably know, but three four three. That it, it's literally named after a character from Halo. Yeah, like yeah. The three guilty four three. Spark. Guilty Spark. It's yep. like one of the characters. After that, he mentions quite a few times and seems to hammer home in this article this 10-year plan thing. That was
1: the... They were banging that drum real hard, Yeah. Yeah.
0: So mm. he talks about how with Halo they had no plan and imagine what they could do with a 10-year plan back then. And to be honest, I don't think they really... I think Halo ended up pretty much exactly how it should have ended up. Like, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, he talks about how it's nice as the design director to be able to plan out 10 years of stories ahead of time and know what they'll be doing 5 or 10 years from now, also have the funding to be secured that long. Quote, everybody at Bungie, from the engineers to the artists to the designers, we're all storytellers. If you're a storyteller, what makes you excited is getting the biggest audience possible. For us, we're focused on now is making a great universe where we can tell any story that we want to for the next 10 years and tell it to as many people as possible. That's really what we're excited about.
1: I mean, it's really hard to predict though. Like like a 10-year plan in a video in video games is a really ambitious thing, but you can't foresee tech and fan response Precisely. and how long people are holding on to I mean, a, we'll a get, world.
2: We'll get to it obviously, but like the funny thing is, the problems with Destiny, and we'll get there, are not the fault of the video game no, industry. No, no, exactly. It's an exciting it's, it's prospect. A, it's a very though. weird. That's what I'm just, saying. Yeah. Who
0: wouldn't be excited? Like, yeah. in retrospect, yes. you're like, you fucking idiot. But think about that at the time. Like, think about that. Like, 10 years to mess with yeah. one IP. It reminds me a
1: little bit when BioWare came out before Mass Effect 1 and was like, this is going to be a trilogy and your character's going to
2: carry over game to game. Like, yeah. you know, like that's a real. Yeah, remember when they did that with. Too Human and Advent Rising. <laughs> <laughs> For more information on those, listen to episode three. three?
1: Yes, three Somewhere. was Advent Rising. And seven?
2: <laughs> no, eight. Eight is Silicon Knights. Okay. There you go. All right, yeah. Three and eight.
1: We're getting better at this.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> So, uh, unfortunately, as we just said, this excitement and enthusiasm for that type of longevity will come back and bite them in the ass later. Oh, that. for sure. Um, yeah. The last part of this article is actually pretty interesting in retrospect and foreshadowing as well. They mention Activision's notorious practice of bleeding its IP strides for every oh, single God, bit of yeah. content look, they can look, every year.
1: Look at Guitar Hero and Tony Hawk. And- Guitar
0: Hero and Tony Hawk were explicitly mentioned yeah. in that exhibit. Oh, really? In this- yeah. Okay, because
1: mm-hmm. I know, um, <laughs> to quote him again, I, Jeff Gerstmann had a quote where he's, Like, he was talking about meeting with people who worked in those games, and they would always say the same thing. They're like, man, if we could just take a year off, we could do so much, but they're always moving forward. Always moving forward, yeah. Yeah, like, it's...
0: this is the, something Activision is known for. So when they were yeah. asked about it, Bungie didn't seem to be concerned about that bottom line attitude that Activision had because they actually owned their new IP completely. Mm. So they, if
1: Activision wanted to
0: put off spinoffs or other things of that nature and off years or whatever, you know, when they
1: were taking time, right, they would yeah. have to go through Bungie. Can you imagine a world where Call of Duty took a year off? I mean they have multiple <laughs> studios that are working multiple years but still it would be crazy like I, I was a big deal when Ubisoft was like we're taking a year off from, from Assassin's Creed and then came out with origins or whatever and it was like a whole different thing like yeah 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 like it makes a big difference yeah
0: uh, so here's a Turns quote out games also take a long I don't time know make, yeah I don't know who this quote is from it got a little bit convoluted um, as me and Randall were talking beforehand I just find out how awful people are writing articles for random small papers and publications because, like, this is one of those articles where they keep mentioning people's last names but never introduce them, Um, and also on top of that, never say who's quoting. But uh, I'm sure this quote was from of the higher-ups at Bungie, and this is in relation to about using their IP if they had to have their permission. Quote, Ultimately, we make those decisions. So if we somehow felt that it aligned best with our projects and are the types of experiences we want to have within our universe, that would be a discussion we could have.
1: <sighs> okay,
0: it's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny considering the strong-arm Activision uses. As yeah, it, yeah this, is, as we know. this is
2: weird. This is these are a lot of weird quotes in retrospect. Yeah,
0: uh, because Bunchy wasn't afraid of Activision just bleeding and strong-arming, but. They That's still got to him. yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So uh, this is an interesting sidebar. In this article, they also have quotes from a game and electronics analyst yes. named Michael Pactor. You never heard of, of Michael Pactor? Yeah, this is I. I now don't Pachter know Pachter a lot more. You about never heard
2: of Michael Pactor? Should I have? Okay, yeah, so, so
0: I, once I started reading about him, like I felt like I'll uh, yeah,
2: like, So, but a little side note on Michael Pactor. Michael Pactor is a I don't like know a, everything about him, but... I'm, like, embarrassed he's this is... He's essentially, like, a Wall Street guy. Yeah. But he's, like, a Wall Street guy who's, like, super into games. That's and for cool. whatever reason, he's, like, one of the only people out there that, like, really knows like as much as Wall Street people should know about financial shit and as much as we know about video games. Oh wow. That's an so, interesting crossover. And, and like <laughs> that combined with the fact that he started doing this right around the advent of social media. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. he gained a lot of a following. So a he lot had a of his show. like I don't know if of, it was on G4 yeah, or an internet yeah, show did, but he, he had a show. Oh shit. Okay, yeah. that's where I yeah. And a lot of his predictions and stuff are taken very seriously and a lot of them are Hilariously wrong, and a lot of them um, are dead on. So he's like, he's, so, a, he's, a, has, he's your
0: general financial analyst, but yeah. for like, but he has influence on games. like
2: how people he, he's a financial analyst with the know how that a lot of Wall Street people don't to predict how the game industry is going to go, and also the following to get people to write articles about his opinions. Gotcha, yeah. okay, yeah.
0: All right, so, um this quote about him, he says something about how they can potentially sell 5 million more units across Xbox and PlayStation now that they're free from Microsoft.
1: Well, um, yeah, water is wet. Like, Yeah,
0: um, but in really looking up this guy, I found some funny quotes, uh, and I'm not, like, misquoting him. This is from the article. We'll go a little bit oh, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this is an article about the Mass Effect 3 debacle. The which, ending, right? If we don't do a story about this, it'll be part of a story that I'm I think sure, we I'm sure do.
1: we will. Um, there,
0: yeah. Quote. That incident was a great example of what a whiny group of gamers are in general. <laughs> and, another quote, the reason we get games like Max Payne and Alan Wake only every six years or so Both is remedy. that developers strive for perfection, and whiny gamers are only going to cause their beloved games to take even longer between episodes. <laughs> 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 yeah, I definitely scoffed at this. I was like a little pissed. Yeah. But um, that- He's not... Wrong.
2: He's he's gamers are willing to put up with a lot of shit and go yes, whining. It is yeah. a bad
0: attitude to have. Um, he's also a big proprietor against saying that microtransactions in certain games that don't belong are kind of greedy. Like, yeah. So he's not the worst kind of guy. I like the two games he um,
1: referenced are from the same fucking studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, And that piece is actually from a, a piece about whether or not game developers should cater to vocal minority, like mm. in the Mass Effect scenario, which I think is incredibly interesting, and I really think we should do an episode about... Like, oh, I'll, take no, that. Yeah. I'll take that you you about, do that one. Uh, yeah. about fans influencing developers.
1: Yes, yes like, I think that'd be a great. That is, man, there's so much you could do there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I
0: like I said, the Mass Effect thing was just one of them. Like I remember when I beat Mass Effect Three, I like literally was just like I was just so, so disappointed. You, you, know, you know what's crazy? We, uh, <laughs> me
1: and Austin went to PAX the year that that after that game came out, and it was also around the same time as Dragon Age Two. And people were not Another happy with EA. Another big, yeah. So no.
2: like, wasn't it? When we went to PAX, Dragon Age had just come out in December. Two? Oh, you're talking about two? Yeah, two was the one everybody was
1: real pissed about.
2: Oh, I'm talking about Inquisition.
1: No, that was 2014.
2: Yeah, and then I think... But we, we went before that. No, we... Okay, I specifically remember we went like a week before Mass Effect 3 came out because oh they, they had the multiplayer there and everybody was pissed oh, about the multiplayer yeah, right. and not having the regular game yes. there that was a week before the Fallout that's a hard game to do yeah. <laughs> sorry Mass Effect not Fallout yeah it's Go on. <laughs> All
0: right, so moving on after this Activision announcement the next bit of news to come out is about a year later Kotaku publishes an article talking to an anonymous contractor who was recently fired from Bungie
1: <laughs> did he say what he was fired for in this piece?
0: We'll get on to that right now. (laughs) Quote, I and about 30 other people were let go for no reason recently after Bungie decided to let go of every employee who wasn't full-time employed. This included producers, artists, programmers, most of the IT staff, and security. We were given no warning and were actually told there was a full-time employee-only meeting and that we had to leave the building early, only to find out that once we left, our email accounts were killed. Jesus um, they go on to say that an IT contractor received an email before it was killed, saying that it was because "quote poor performance
1: and budgetary concerns from the publisher." They're they're literally saying Activision, yeah, made us made us fire.
0: Yeah, so, you
2: know you know what's funny? Blizzard said the same thing when they got bought really? by Activision. They're like, <laughs> we're still Blizzard, and oh, now Activision right. is driving yeah. Blizzard into the ground too. Yeah. So, Man, it's companies to die. I know,
1: it's uh, Activision declines to
0: respond altogether to that. Of them. course,
1: yeah, cuz I mean, they're
0: a giant corporation, they're not a game developer.
1: <laughs> when did they buy King? Was that around this time?
2: Oh, God. When was Candy Crush big?
1: It might have been around this time. That was... And that was a
2: big... I think that purchase was after Destiny came out.
1: That was a very big purchase, though. Yes.
0: So, Bungie, however, does. They publish a response on their website saying that they've never been asked to lay off employees of any kind by the publisher. (laughs) So, along with the frustration over the poor performance claim... Quote, unquote. Yeah. Stifling the contractor's chance to find work after being suddenly let go. Like, that's not cool for a contractor to get a poor performance thing if you're going to find a new job. Yeah, that makes it real go. hard as it turns out. The guy kind of, he, he kind of milks it a little bit like, we have families to
2: feed and all this stuff. Like, I don't think it was that
0: serious,
2: but it might have been. Like, I, I have no idea. That, that is not just Activision or Bungie. That happens a lot in the games does. industry. That's why yeah. they're currently trying, to fighting <laughs> yeah, unionizing, unionizing and stuff like that. So
0: the source also leaked. He wasn't just upset about that. He also decided to leak some info on this project that Bungie's working on.
1: He <laughs> don't give a shit no more. <laughs> yeah, the
0: project is codenamed Tiger after Bungie's new That's a game lame engine. Code name. <laughs> That's the name of their game engine. Oh, that is they, that actually the name yeah, of the engine? It's okay. the Tiger engine is what they built. They were building at the time and great engine. Board. Uh-huh. Tiger, um, Tiger. So, this game was a science fiction MMO with first-person shooter elements, named Destiny. Oh man, that was the
1: first reveal of that name. Yep, that was it right Named there. Named Defiance.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now I'm going to do a sort of bullet point run thing here, focusing on the things that happened and stood out through the development leading up to the release.
1: Yeah. So. I don't like the name of this company you're about to say, because <laughs> I read your script and I got, I had to do a double take. And, uh,
0: a company by the name of Podophobia or Podophobia? I don't know how would you say it. Way too
1: close. Yeah. That's all
0: I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, po- podophobia Entertainment Podophobia Entertainment Whatever um, Which is thought to be A bungee dummy corporation Because it was actually Owned by two of like The bungee heads um, Okay They trademarked The name Destiny Along with a logo Which is that Master Chief crotch uh, Logo You yeah, ever seen that yeah. picture <laughs> that The Destiny logo Looks yeah. like Master Chief's Like groin Pod Beast kick Um <laughs> That logo of which is the same as one seen on the shirt of a Bungie employee in a Petty Arcade video. I looked Wait, for the really? video. I couldn't find okay, it. Okay,
1: I gotta see if... The, it's probably archived somewhere.
0: Yeah, I was looking, and I feel like I through a, a bunch of videos oh, just it. to find one yeah, thing. I, right, wow. I did not take well, the
2: word for what it. What did Pedophilia Entertainment do? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Later <laughs> on. Damn it, I was kidding.
2: <laughs> I had such a... Sen- <laughs> Call of Duty Advanced Warfare.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Woof. Yeah. <laughs> Later on in the year, Jason Jones, in the most boring YouTube video I've ever watched in my entire fucking life. That <laughs> such it? a nerd. <laughs> uh,
1: dork! <laughs> dork!
0: He was talking about the Tiger Engine. I watched it thinking it was going to be some sort of bungee development piece, no, Those, <laughs> So it was a bunch of boring tech stuff, and there was a bunch of stuff about this new upcoming game. It's going to be all blah, 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 E3 buzzword, you know, change the face of gaming, it's going to yeah, be Yeah, we just different. watched E3, we know yeah. all about those fucking buzzwords. So, a
2: bunch of that crap. Did you know that Avengers is going to change the way we play video games by using quick time events? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> so, the following year, this 10-year publishing
0: contract is released as a casualty of the court case between former Infinity Ward devs Jason West and Vince Zampella, Zampella, hey, Zampella, Zampella, and Activision. I didn't look into this because I figured it was something you guys already had down Well, you don't know about that? Episode. I think so. But, yeah.
2: So, I know a lot of, a lot of a whole, video game court we can do cases. do a whole episode about that. Yeah. That's how Respawn was founded. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, they, so um, basically Modern Warfare 2 came out. Mm-hmm. This 2009. Made a bunch of money. It sure did. Activision made up some fucking bullshit about how they didn't owe anybody at Infinity Ward any bonuses or anything <laughs> for some random reason. So the founders of Infinity Ward, who were Jason West and Vince Pella, left, yeah. formed Respawn, and then sued them for said bonuses and won. So. Nice. Okay. yeah. So
0: as a result of that court case, a bunch of documents were released by Activision. One of them was the contract between Bungie and Activision. Huh. Um, it states that Bungie would release four Destiny games... Every other year starting fall 2013. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> or We'll get there. <laughs> and a major DLC every other year starting fall 2014. Okay. Only thing that came out of this was Bungie confirming fall 2013 release
1: date. The same season as the new consoles
2: dropped. Yes. Yeah.
0: I remember this. I remember seeing, like, yes. the, the things, the pictures from the contracts.
2: And I remember getting shit. very excited, being like, shit, new Bungie game every year? Fuck yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, uh,. Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That would have
1: been really crazy if Destiny dropped when the Xbox One and PS4 came out. Like, as a true uh, next-gen game. I mean, that was a cross-gen thing. We'll get into why that didn't happen. Uh, Yeah. So, later that year, you
0: guessed it: another (laughs) leak. This time, was from, this time was from IGN released this article. Apparently it was from an really? advertising agency who had put together a destiny presentation. Like, I just think about this. Like, I work for a company who makes CDs and DVD art and produces CDs and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I see unreleased CDs for Bands that we know and yeah. bands that a lot of people know all the time and some You games. sent me a Snapchat. Yeah, oh, recently. Yeah, yeah. A, yeah, a band yeah. we all listen to. I won't say. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like it's cool to see that shit ahead of time it's yeah. no different than if I just took a picture and tweeted like somebody's new album was oh, yeah. coming out I, we, <laughs> when I
1: worked at the movie theater we'd get press kits and stuff time for yeah. stuff that was not Precisely. like really revealed so yet. somebody
0: at this yeah. fucking advertisement agency who played Halo <laughs> was like oh sick Bungie's got something new leaked it to somebody they knew didn't, at IGN didn't one the Assassin's Creed games
1: leaked because they sent toys to GameStop like <laughs> to put out yeah yeah I mean,
2: it's like how every Marvel movie, the story inevitably starts to leak because they have to release the Lego sets before the yes, movie comes yeah, out. yeah, that's always <laughs> weird. Happens every Marvel movie, well, it's hilarious. Well, uh, as
1: somebody, and not to say too much here, but like my mom used to work in the commercial art industry, and a lot of the time she would get screeners for films before they hit theaters because she was being contracted to work on merchandise. So it doesn't matter if the property was as big as Star Wars or Lord of the Rings or if it was as small as, you know, like it, it, as some sci-fi yeah. uh, television show. But, like, it, it was weird to think that, like, there's a lot of hands
2: responsible for this stuff. Oh, a ton it's, of stuff yeah, to like quiet. My mom's a hematologist. She gets to see all the new blood coming out. And <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> this leaks. This leak, was a, this
0: leak was a bunch of concept art. Accompanying a
2: pitch for the story. That's
1: probably some really dope concept.
2: (laughs) Yes. um, (laughs) Oh god the concept art for destiny is awesome I know I would frame it it and put it on the wall Um, in my house.
0: So it also referenced pitches for the it was a uh, pitch for the story It referenced things like the last city and a moon-sized alien ship known as the traveler all things that are important to destiny (laughs) I ate this shit up like the world building obsessed child I am. Me too. Same, This fucking (laughs) concept art was so sick. The first one that came out was a picture of what is now Van In the video game Walking next to a spider tank In the snow I remember that exact picture was the first ever picture released And it was fucking incredible I I remember the exact picture you're talking about Are these good guys bad guys What is this Is this like a snow thumbnail ideas I want it Like uh, And then also It released like the famous one Where it's like a um, Like a hunter looking character Looking up at this giant Like weird techno structure Which is like Vex technology On Venus All that early concept art That everybody like Just fawned over Myself included all that came out in this leak, and we went to some a, of it wasn't even bungee art. It was whoever was worked at the advertising agency that contracted other oh, artists really? and stuff like that. So some of it wasn't even Bungie art. We went to um, we
1: went to PAX one year, and they had like an auction for concept art, and this was a, around this time, and there was a lot. This was like right before a lot of the next gen consoles were out, and even a game as humdrum as like Killzone Liberation was at the PS4. Had some like amazing looking concept art that they were like yeah. selling there. It's,
0: nice. Yeah. Ask Chelsea about this. Me and her were in DC at the Natural or uh, Art Mu- American History Museum or Art Museum, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, <laughs> and we were there. There was an art of video games.
1: Oh, that's cool. Tour
0: going through like a thing, and there were like original drawings of like the Fallout characters, original Sonic drawings, wow. like all this old like OG concept and... art, like just sitting there. like Me and you have and the shit. the Half Life
1: uh, or not the Half the Valve one. Yeah, it has yeah. All the concept art Portal and Team Fortress. And I know it's really incredible. fucking cool. Yeah.
0: Concept artists. Whew, yeah, that's
2: that's the job. Right? <laughs> you guys are dope. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing.
1: mm-hmm so, finally... My wallpaper is still that Titanfall concept art. It's gorgeous. Yeah, right? <laughs>
0: um, finally, in February 2013, Bungie officially announces yeah. Destiny.
1: On their terms. A
0: game that everybody already knew about <laughs> yeah. for two years. Um, it was supposed to be released on Xbox 360, PS3, and PS4. Wait, there's no Xbox One? Xbox oh. One wasn't announced until May 2013. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow, so I didn't know that. Everybody knew it was coming well, because yeah, of the PS4. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> Yeah. Um, but it wasn't officially nope, announced yet. No PC. Yet. Yeah, yeah it wasn't yeah. officially announced yet, so it wasn't uh, listed. Right, yeah. Also, PC was originally supposed to be in the... Con- I think maybe it was either part of the contract or original talks. They were like,
1: okay. it's going to be on PC, but... Still, cross-gen uh, has proven been proven to be real successful for games like Grand Theft Auto V and stuff like mm-hmm, that. You absolutely. Know, like, yeah.
2: Can I cut in here? Yeah. Uh, because I remember this happening. So the way they announced this was they invited a bunch of journalists into their offices. Yeah, yeah. Did you read about this? Yeah, I did. I read it. I just and I didn't want to add too much because the article is kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah. So this was I remember hearing stories about this on podcasts and stuff, but they invited journalists into their office and they, they did like these pitches for them. There's a great quote again from Giant Bomb, I think it was Jeff, where he's talking about it was from their Game of the Year podcast where they're talking right. about whether or not to put Destiny on the list. Oh yeah, and Jeff is talking about how he got invited to this meeting, and he's like, "If this game came out, we yeah. this would be a different conversation." Yeah, because he's like, he's like, "Destiny
1: should be Game yeah, of the Year." They're yeah. like, they're
2: talking about how he's like, "Yeah, you'll go into this random area and you'll find a random enemy nobody's ever seen before. It's your story. And you'll fight it. It's yeah. your story. You're shaping it as you go. How did you get this gun? And it's like you find this yeah. random gun and then you can show it off at the tower, and yeah. all these people will be." like, how did you get that gun? And then Jeff's like, I know how they got that gun. They did this strike because this strike only drops that gun. Yeah, yeah. I got it from one of the two places that I can
1: get it <laughs> but, Yeah, yeah. You can this get it from.
0: is a consistent problem that will plague this game until the end of its life, is the content scaling and just the scope of what they want to accomplish. Also, but apparently, every time
2: Journalists kept asking questions like, hey, what about this? Does your game do this? Does your game do this? He kept going like, we got Paul McCartney writing a song for it.
1: <laughs> so. I can't wait to talk about that, e- that E3 presentation now. Yeah.
2: At Sony's E3 conference
0: that year, amazing gameplay footage was shown. I remember I fucking, this. I know, I remember this too. Yeah. It was the thing we were talking about the other day with they finding the Thunder Lord and like picking yeah. it up and all the yep, notes and yep. the gut and all that shit. They also announced that PlayStation would
1: have exclusive content. Fuck them, man. They're still doing it. What game at E3, Austin? Uh, Avengers. Was that Avengers that said they would have exclusive?
2: Yeah. Fucking. Which is funny because not to cut ahead in our story, but spoiler alert, Bungie just announced their independence from Activision. Yeah. And I don't wh- bring that up We can kind of talk okay, about it We'll there, talk but... about it at the end I'm going to yeah. bring it up at the end But they So they talked about their independence One of the things they talked about With their independence That they were very proud of Was the fact that they no longer Had to they do, to do that. console platform exclusives so They're like Sorry PS4 players You're not going to be getting Any exclusive strikes or guns And people are like Dude I don't care if Xbox people Can also yeah. use the well, shit do, that but I, do I have They never care yeah. Do you remember
1: what happened in Destiny 2 When they accidentally made that PlayStation exclusive gun available To Xbox One and PC users, yeah. users And they had to go back And like remove it it's just like, oh. it's
0: absurd and yeah. it's absurd because not to get into the dimin- i i wanted to try um i bring this up later i wanted to try to keep out a lot of the specific destiny stuff because was was a story about a game company and what happened to their game development yeah. if you want to get into the actual destiny either be a fan or we can talk by a <laughs> beer or just read other stuff um but there was a gun called the hawk moon which is specific to ps4 Awesome hand cannon. Exotic gun. Incredible. Was that the one that and leaked? it's been... upsetting that you didn't get to play it on Xbox. I remember not getting these strikes until a year yeah. or two later. That's aggravating. Especially because you're very repeating the same
1: strikes. So it's like... It's... Yeah. Right. Platform uh, exclusive shit sucks. So, it, it in does. the fall
0: of 2013, when the game was supposed to be originally released, because <laughs> this is at E3 2013, so we're coming up on when it's supposed to be released, they announced... Hey, the beta is coming <laughs> in 2014. Yeah. So the game is supposed to be out, and they're announcing a beta instead. Ten-year hap- plan. This happens. Yeah. Ten-year plan. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the year, in December, Game Informer does its December cover story on Destiny. I have. That I actually issue. have this one no, still I know, too. I do too. Yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um, they talk about the weapons, the enemies, the character development, the classes, basically all the core game elements. Um, they talk about the matchmaking. Yeah. All this cool little details are incredible. They talk about the classes, which are called like functions or something weird. Yeah, uh, not yeah. functions. Some uh, some other word. not called like subclasses. Yeah. Um, fusions maybe. I don't know. Um, they talk about all this cool shit. It's incredible. They also seem to talk about this epic Star Wars
1: scale yeah. of, quote, mythic... Proportions this, a Mythic adventure. This in space. felt really important. Like it's yeah, it. like you thought you were going to be like you know seeing the this beginning. This is a point of, they've hammered home for a while. Listen to Jones back in the original Ten Year
0: Plan. Think about all the stories we come up with in Ten Years. Yeah, Look know. at the media empire that Halo has so, expanded. For that's a story. the point I wanted to this make. Is, is that
2: I fell for it because they had a proven track this record. Is bungee, right? Yes. Exactly. You know what? You know what? Halo so is yeah. an epic. Fucking Star Wars yeah. mythic style it story. Is, it it is. is. It's a space out, bro. Yeah, yeah. You're like, this is
1: gonna be the next World of Warcraft. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: It's a great art style too. I didn't bring this up, but Destiny was originally in the very, 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 very Proto Stages, probably back when ODST was still in development. Yeah. Was supposed to be a fantasy game. Swords and shields and spears right. and shit
2: like that. You can
1: still see that influence
0: exactly. in
2: there,
1: yeah. When they shifted
0: to sci fi, they kept that. That's why yeah. all like the Titan armor looks like a knight's yeah,
2: armor. Yeah, it's yeah. very cool. And it's an awesome blend. It I is love an awesome blend. the art really. style. We talked about
1: this too. It's a great fucking style. I don't think when, anybody would ever argue against the art direction of the De- De- Destiny. Absolutely not. Yeah, when it's Destiny
2: phenomenal. 2 uh, was getting announced and it got announced for PC yeah. and I was like trying to convince all our friends to hop aboard the Destiny train with me and stuff because I played a lot of Destiny 1 and, and they like, and, like most of PC, my Destiny yeah. 1 time was like solo and I really wanted to play it with a fire team and like they kept making jokes about space wizards because uh, oh, the they that wizards from the moon yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And like, I was like, yeah, motherfuckers, You're I fucking space love space <laughs> wizards. <laughs> yeah. Fucking a space wizards, they're yes. awesome.
0: Space wizards, space knights. You know, it's yeah. like Steve's.
2: that combination of like hyper uh, like hyper like Star Trek sci-fi yes it's yeah. not covered sci-fi like, necessarily
0: it's combined like a, combined a, with a little bit of, of like a
2: little bit of dirty sci-fi and then like the tattered robes and shit yeah. of like a fantasy Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like ugh it is a great to i I'm into it yeah. Destiny absolutely kills it in this department they also but, kill it in skyboxes
1: yes oh, oh
2: god <laughs> yeah Destiny is <laughs> loaded like with incredible skyboxes sky boxes. i mean Bungie yeah. kills it in art in general. They do, I mean, yeah. like, the designs of all the oh, enemies. Oh, yeah, we mentioned and, this in the Halo yeah. episode.
1: It's some of the most iconic weapons and designs of, of creatures and vehicles and worlds and j- the, the, the the music and sound effects it's to go staple. along with it. Yeah, Absolutely. They, they know what they're fucking doing. Yeah. The
2: iconography. Like, yeah, uh, at, at, the language. To go back to E3, at the E3 thing, they announced Sea of Thieves. It, this was at the inside Xbox thing that you didn't watch. Apparently, I think I missed it, but apparently if you play Sea of Thieves the week of E3, you got, like, a Halo-themed pirate ship, what? and it had, like, the masthead, you know, the mermaid that's on the front yeah, of the ship? Yeah. It was Master Chief, yes. and then the sails had the UNSC logo on yeah, it, and I'm dumb. watching it on Discord okay. with people, and I just went, oh, they're talking about Sea of Thieves now, and, like, Josh is like, oh, cool. Cool. And then I was like, hey, wait, Halo? Halo? <laughs> I just saw, I, all I saw was the UNSC logo, which is the most generic logo ever. It's an yeah. eagle over a globe. <laughs> yeah. And I recognized it like that. Those
1: motherfuckers should be yeah. working on movies. That's, oh, oh know, yeah, man. sure, sure. Yeah.
0: So, this was incredible. And I'm kind of foreshadowing here, obviously. They hammer home the point of an epic story. Just like Austin said, I'm sure Randall would uh, reiterate it myself. Yeah, We fell for it. Bungie is great storytellers. Oh, wait A I went to that Bungie is great storytellers. Mm-hmm. Bungie are great storytellers. <laughs> I'm not good sort English. Of. <laughs> the
1: the way that they deliver their stories is poor. Like they do the they they do the
2: hard uh, part yeah, yeah, where yeah. it's like
1: building the world <laughs> is But not in Halo. No, not in Halo, but I I more mean like Destiny like it Well, well we we'll get, we'll get, well, we'll we'll get get to, to why. That. It's squandered, but, yes. but yeah, but so. the setup is Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. is there.
0: All right. So in April 2014 Beloved composer Martin O'Donnell was fired from Bungie. This is from his Twitter quote. I'm saddened to say that Bungie's board of directors had terminated me without cause on Oof. April 11th, 2014, end quote. Is
1: uh, this is
0: crazy stuff in itself. You know who Martin O'Donnell is. Yeah. He's, you we,
1: know, we bring him up oh. on our... Yeah, absolutely. Like, like, he's composer. The,
2: yeah, he's the guy um, that made this the, that Halo song in two days in yeah. our Halo episode. Yeah. Go back So and, was
1: this around I, the time they announced that Paul McCartney was going to be involved? Yes, okay, okay. so <laughs> I have this
2: article up. <laughs> it's
0: on VentureBeat. Uh, it's called x bungie Composer, Martin O'Donnell Wins mm-hmm. Epic Legal Fight with Former Bosses. There's a bunch of terms in this that I don't understand about stock options and how stock is converted to different things when the company is sold from Microsoft to uh, Activision right, and, yeah, yeah. and yeah. I don't fucking get it. It's very long mm-hmm. and complicated. But the roundabout thing that happened is this. O'Donnell was working with X beatle Paul McCartney. What a world. They were recording this <laughs> epic kind of com- composition called The Music of the Spheres.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, dumb. Dumb. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Opposed to how Halo is used like this like segmented songs and different things. Yeah. This was supposed to be more like this overarching story mm-hmm. kind of tale that they were going to release as like a CD kind of thing. Yeah, And then that Bungee would use it for the game. Well, O'Donnell like took vacation or something, or he wanted to he wanted to release the CD, and Bungie was like chill we don't want to release it yet or activision was like no fuck him don't release a cd we don't have money for that shit
1: and i wonder i he, wonder if that was activision's sort of power to get paul mccartney involved i mean they did yeah, like uh, sure. didn't michael Giancio do the score for like well, call O'Donnell of Duty was also a general like like, he was yes. a composer did a mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah for O'Donnell Pops. was also a composer it's very possible he knew paul mccartney sure just yeah. from being a musician and, yeah you know, a composer. True the so point is he left on vacation and they came back. There's all sorts of this stuff in this article how he's like dejected and like barely wants to work <laughs> on anything when he comes back and all this shit. Yeah. And like he ends up getting like not fired, but they're like they give him a poor performance review and they're like, why are you not what? playing ball with us? Yeah, because like he basically goes like, I want to put this out on my yeah. own. He, he like takes copies and like this all this shit. Oh my like, god! He does not get paid for his vacation. Yeah. So they literally fire his ass. I remember Jesus. all this. And he basically is like has CDs and they're worried that he's going to cause problems. They didn't want to fire him originally, but then he started being an asshole and one of the Bungie guys was like, no, get him out of here. <laughs> but he was one of the founding members, like, stock wise of Bungie in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had, like, a significant stake in the company and they yeah. were, like, worried. Like, literally there's a quote in here where, they're like, he's going to cause problems at board meetings.
1: Oh my god! So they're like,
0: we got to get his stock back. He ended up suing to That's get his, dark. like, vacation time paid. Yeah. It is intense. Holy I couldn't shit. even be gonna to do it justice the reason i didn't add it in yeah. is because it would have added like, like a whole 30 minutes to the fucking episode yeah. Yeah. yeah so read this article it's it's an insane story <laughs> and i might have got some of that tldr wrong so don't quote me on it like i said it's insane it involves stock options and people getting fired and weird yeah it's a it's ridiculous <laughs> but it would have added quite a bit so i think it's best you just look it up or we do a mini suit or something i don't know who knows. so Activision CEO Bobby Kotick Bobby Kodick. Kodick. Yeah. Bobby Kodick. Bobby Kodick. says that Destiny will cost $500 million that's to develop.
1: fucking crazy. So we were talking this before we started recording that Destiny still technically holds the record for the highest budget game of all time. Yeah. We are trying to figure out like what it is. Because what when you is, mentioned that yeah. before
0: to me, and I was like, oh, that's crazy. I was looking it up, researching last night. When you just research it in general, I think Modern Warfare Two and a bunch of other GTA and a bunch of other games yeah, are ahead for of destiny on the list for development costs. For development costs, because companies will put their own development and marketing into it. Yeah, will that happen?
1: Because that's the thing, you don't need to market. Call yeah. of Duty you don't need to market Grand Theft Auto. Not nearly as not much. Not nearly as, you do, but not not to the degree of like launching a new IP. Yeah. So like yeah, so it was really crazy that you were like yeah. okay, like I found out like Destiny costs around this much like yeah. where in did the rest Yeah, in general of come into-
0: 140 million or so in development, 140 million in marketing.
1: Yeah. That does not include what Activision, Activision or Sony or Sony. Yeah, cuz that's a uh, a lot of this it came out of and you'll get into it, but like Activision had their own push, and then Sony yeah. had their own push. Like I think a lot of the funding, a thing, lot of the PS4's early success was like yeah. built around
0: this. It's I think crazy. that was the deal. I think yeah. Activision was looking for a way to spend less money of their own money to develop this new IP, and Sony was looking for some sort of launch titles or some sort of you know yeah. proper thing to put exclusively on the PS4. And they were like, "We're big corporations, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's make a deal." Bungie just got caught in the middle of all that shit. Yeah. So, yeah. Insane. $500 million. That's that number, everything is half a billion dollars. Yeah for a goddamn video game <laughs> i love games much the next guy but like fuck well, yeah sick. that's
1: that's how much do uh, marvel movies
2: cost uh endgame costs more than this yeah okay for well, sure th- that's endgame it was like 700 billion yeah. or something M- endgame like was almost a billion i think really yeah. mm-hmm. okay. with marketing and development and special effects and stuff like that yeah Ma- endgame was close to a billion also okay. but worldwide that's the most revenue exp- expensive I movie. Mean, yeah. That's the most expensive movie ever made and it's also like a guaranteed return essentially. That's true. Yeah. This is
1: up there with some of the bigger movies though for yeah. sure. Oh absolutely. Yeah. All
0: right, So 2014, E3 PlayStation shows some more Destiny goodbye all that old weird nodes for the weapons and the one guy fighting the big boss in the room. Yeah. Like no, <laughs> this is a little bit more on the scale of them like walking around the public areas, the big maps, and Peter like, Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. <laughs> it's, it shows a little bit more gameplay. Classic fucking E3 garbage of like bad ADR fight
1: fire teams. Did they points. do that? In there? Like, a very, I'm, it was one hundred percent. Did they sure. slow walk to kind of take in the atmosphere? Yeah.
0: Just just that kind of garbage. Yeah. Um. But as well, Sony's conference. They showed the slick all white PS4. Yeah, uh, Randall, you got I guess. some thoughts on this? I, okay,
1: so uh, me and a, a friend of ours, who I guess maybe they'll remain nameless just because of the nature of, of working in a warehouse. Like, so yeah. we we used to um, do inventory for Best Buy at, at this time. Yeah. So the PS4 launch models did very well, and when those That first batch got sold. Around holiday of 2014, these white PS4s were all you can get. Like, production was dialed back on those black PlayStation 4s. The regular. The regular ones. And the white PS4s was all that we got truck after truck. And those came with a
2: physical version of Destiny 2. Yeah, exactly, yeah. it came so, with the like, box.
1: It came with the box, those white PS4s. And you had to pay for it, right? Yeah, it was it a $50. So it was like
2: you got Destiny included for 50 extra dollars, but you couldn't just buy a PS4 if you were short on money. Yes.
1: So it was a $450 bundle, which I guess you save $10 rather than buying them separately. But it was really crazy to me to see that coming through because it was like at the holiday time, everybody wanted a PS4. It was the hot new thing, and it was like you were integrated into the Destiny life, whether you wanted to or not. Yeah. Like so, it's like these things were not just; these were the only things that occupied the shelves for several months. Yeah. So it it goes to show what that partnership with Sony was like. It was. like, to look back at that now is a little, like, different because it's like, yeah, they had exclusive content or whatever, but it was like, no, the hand that that the PlayStation brand had in Destiny was way bigger than what I think people oh, yeah. thought it was going to I be. I think
0: a lot of that uh, the early development money and I'm sure a lot of that marketing came from Sony. Yeah. They leaned hard on that fucking exclusive shit. I've never, like, I've never played a game They had a partnership other... with Red Bull. Yeah, I've never played a time. game other than this that had exclusives for one console and not the other. Yes. This is the only game I've ever played where I physically couldn't access content that other people could. Some of those strikes were pretty cool when we eventually got there. And that. let me tell so, you, it
1: fucking worked. Like The attachment rate of Destiny for ps4 owners was absolutely like me, me and austin bought the xbox one yeah. version i think at launch i did as well yeah so and and that was yeah. sold separately and it was funny because once the numbers were put out they're like yo the majority of our users are on playstation, on PlayStation. And it's like of course they fucking were like that was <laughs> the only version that yeah. existed <laughs> if you wanted a playstation 4 like
2: <laughs> i bought it i bought the Taken king collection on ps4 Nice. so i could play the extra strikes cuz i'm a dumbass <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I, I, it just boggled them it, like it just looking back on it i thought it was really cr- i mean it's a, it's a slick looking ps4 uh, I'll, like i'll i'll give that to it but eh. it's, it, it just nice. it's it just it's nice. just white
2: it was classic. isn't
1: it yeah. it's, it doesn't have like a split color thing going on no
2: it's literally just that's just, just white. the white one yeah it just, just looks split like that color sunset because Xbox? it's it's Part of it's plastic, and part of, part of it's clear plastic, part of it's matte plastic. It's just, yeah. I never
1: saw anything like that before, where for for the holiday rush, they're like, yo, it we got one sick. fucking skew. Like, I, like we were working in retail, and they were literally like, parents that came in and like, yo, my kid wants a PS4. They're like, here's a PS4. Yeah. Like, they, they didn't say, yo, didn't here's say, your Destiny yeah. bundle. It was just crazy to me that it was like, for several months, the PS4 was $450, yeah, because the, those base ones were that it's hard not- to get. It, it did yeah. look
0: slick. I still think the PS4 is probably one of the best looking consoles of all time. Really, it's fucking. So
1: eraser. Fucking, I love it, dude. It's so oh, fucking cool. It's such a it's pain in the so ass to get
2: the cables. No, it's no, such no, a pain in the ass to get the, the cables Xbox in behind the thing. X. Okay, the one X like, does yeah. look the cool. The one X. Yeah. The, the, the one X looks great. slick. <laughs> fucking piece the, the of S looks good too. I wish the S does yeah. look good.
0: The S, uh, Actually, I like the digital one because it doesn't have the disc drive, but it looks like a
1: one X. I do like the
2: PS4 now. It looks better now. Yeah.
1: I don't like the base PS4. Yeah. Also, and I'm not a big fan of gloss that's on That's one of my, the
2: ugliest. Well, uh, that, the original Xbox yeah, one. Yeah. I
1: mean, Chris well, looks that, cool
2: cuz he you did looking at a custom it right that, way that way I painted it. mine, but that, like, not like, Chris Chris's was painted. Me, this school, I've
1: pitched about this before, but if if you're a uh, if you're a gamer or a musician, you have a you have a very dist- like Gloss is your biggest enemy because they, <laughs> yeah, like why the second you, think, you pull up uh, that base PS4 that Xbox One out of the box, it looks. Gross. You should have seen this thing before I sanded
0: it when I was painting it. It's oh, like yeah. fingerprints from ten years of fucking like, people. I like, mean, now that <laughs> now that
1: all the PlayStation and Xboxes have matte finishes, but like yeah. you know, like at <laughs> the time, great. Yeah,
2: they right.
1: they were split right. My
2: guitar is natural wood for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> it
1: looks great. Mm-hmm. Always, always matte, always, Matt. always matte. But that awareness worked like at that point if you wanted to be integrated into the new generation of consoles you knew what destiny was yeah like they they were able to kind of get that name out there in a very meaningful way
0: i um i had a big community of of xbox friends i'll get to this at the very end but uh i knew people who played on ps4 and it was funny just to see somebody from like Immis across the pond being as like we're separated by this weird paywall, but yeah. we're still friends. Like they're yeah. just as dedicated. And I mean, just it was it was things. interesting like, to see
1: salesmen talk to customers because the funny thing is, Destiny was still coming out on PS3 and 360, and there were still a huge number of people that felt like they had to upgrade. Because you saw a lot of cross-gen games, like Watch Dogs was a big one, that first one. Yeah. Like, there were people like, well, I got to get a PS4 for this new game. And Watch Dogs was like, the first game I played on Xbox One. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but but it's crazy, like, to think that the marketing word was out there. Yeah. Like, you know, it was like, if if in your like if, if you're a casual consumer and you're like, well, this fucking huge game is going to be on the next generation platform, you're not even, like, conscious of the fact that it's also coming out on the seven-year-old yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> console. like yeah it is wild it is definitely wild they but the messaging was 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 that's uh that's a strange
0: error i'll actually get into that i have a little bit of personal uh stuff on that
1: yeah because i mean um, because they were hindered they were they were held back by the fact that they had to support (laughs) this
0: (laughs) so they announced that the alpha comes out the same month at e3 so alpha came out late june or whatever i played that yeah you played the alpha yeah yeah
1: wow okay i played the beta but i don't know if it was the beta was open yeah alpha was, like, was just on ps4 yep
0: yeah it, it didn't go yeah okay we played it at my friend shane's house like i was just kind of like watched him right. mess around with it like just sat around it was cool it's mm-hmm. essentially the same as the beta okay
1: that beta was pretty realized like, like so the game the felt beta almost done comes out
0: summer 2014. Played by 5 million people. It was like 4.9 something. That's
1: crazy. Me and Austin were talking about this on the drive here. We were saying how this and Overwatch were the last time we could think of where a beta worked. Every single well. person in my Xbox yeah. Live
0: friend group was playing the Overwatch beta. Yeah, like That is the reason I bought that, that w- game. That was like <laughs> the moment where
1: you're like, oh shit, this is important. <laughs> yeah. The beta also was a larger portion of the game than I think people probably realized. Oh, like, on
0: Overwatch? No, no on Destiny. On Destiny. Destiny. I was gonna say, Overwatch yeah. was the entire game. What <laughs> yeah. <do> you mean? <laughs> No, in Destiny, absolutely. It was the entire, it was the Was first- it all of Earth? It was all of the story first. All Earth. of the story yeah. first. It was all of the story missions and the last. No, no, it wasn't all of the story missions. I'm no, it was, it was like it half. Was, them. It was a couple story okay. missions and then the strike.
2: That okay. was the, and
0: right. I ran that fucking strike, dude. There was
2: also the moon. A
0: hundred times.
2: There was one mission on the moon. Oh, yeah,
1: they had one mission on the moon.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, it was yeah. like a
0: sparse, like uh, a couple of uh, missions, and they had the strike for Earth, the Sepkis Forgive me, me for
1: asking this, just because this game has evolved so much over time, but how many areas were available in base Destiny 1? Vanilla four? Destiny,
0: four. Earth, Moon, Mars, Venus, so four, Yeah. Okay, four.
2: all right. There was one area for each faction you fought.
0: Right. Each so the different type Earth of Earth
2: was... Oh, God. I'm going to blank it mixed on the together. names. Earth, um, the Earth was the Fallen. Yeah. And moon, Hive. Hive were also on the The Hive. Yeah. The Moon was where the Hive were, but the Fallen were also on the Moon. Venus. Mercury. Not it, Venus. No, it was Venus. Was it? Yeah. Venus was the Vex, and there was also Mercury fallen was there. Destiny too damn. Okay. And then uh, yeah, it was Mars the, was the Cabal. Yeah, we almost did the same thing. Yeah. yeah. But it's like the home world of each, because like the this Fallen This beta was incredible.
0: Like, thinking Played back, like a dream. Thinking back to yeah. this... I just, like, it played like a dream. I played that strike a hundred times. I was just obsessed. No shooter had ever felt like this until Overwatch in my entire life.
1: Were all the classes available in that first beta?
0: No. Uh, You only got the... I'm pretty sure you only got the golden gun for the hunter. Like, only, like, the base classes. That's who I played when it came out. You got got Hunter, uh, Warlock, and Titan. You got all the classes. But you only got one subclass of each? It was incredible. Oh, my God, it was... So... September 9th, two thousand fourteen, a year after it was promised originally, <laughs> Destiny—that's video games—is released. Yeah, I don't know for our listeners if you like anime. I know you guys don't watch that much anime or at all. There's an anime called Sword Art <laughs> oh, you Online. Mean us? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Sword Art Online is about. Oh, uh, is that like Dot Hack? It's like Dot Hack, uh, okay. but it's like I don't know, honestly I think it's a little bit better than Dot Hack. Sure. The first season It's about like it's a kid who goes into like this a VR video game in the future where it just like takes over your whole sense. I like, like Summer Wars a lot. Shit. Is it like that? <laughs> yeah. You, he get they get inside and like it gets taken over by a madman. And if you die in the video game, you die in real life. Oh, like, like, like that the Frankie kind of Munoz movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but basically, the point is, there's a part where he played like the beta. So mm-hmm. the story starts on like the first day of the game being released and it like launches up and he puts it on and the main character kinda has this like oh, it's good to be back. He's like looking around, and he's like, Oh, I'm better than these players. Like <laughs> you know, like I know what's going on, I have a little bit of things. Like, I remember this from the beta. I felt like that <laughs> when I stepped into this game. I worked at GameStop when Destiny was released. It was oh, actually really? the first midnight I ever worked. Like first I was about midnight to ask release. You
1: bought the game. Me and Austin bought the game at midnight at GameStop. Yeah, so. I didn't get
0: to play it because I was working that midnight. <laughs> no. But I took, we had to install it. But yeah. I think we wait.
1: We stayed up anyway. I
0: took it that night, went home, and I crashed immediately after I got off at like you know one a.m. or yeah. so. And I woke up that morning. I took off that whole week. I like remember stepping back in and just being like, I'm back. But this time I can go shit. past the fucking <laughs> things I did in the beta. Oh, my God. Nothing. I'll save it. I'm just going to gust for a minute. Nothing was better than that moment when I was playing that game. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just being back and finally getting to realize the potential of this game. All right. So I guess we're going to weirdly, inorganically end <laughs> this uh, for the, this episode. Originally, I intended to be one episode. I didn't realize how long it would go. We all
1: all got too caught up in the moment. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So we're going to cut it here. So it might seem a bit strange. We are recording this all in one session. So this is a bit of uh, movie magic for you guys out there. (laughs) It's a movie magic. Uh, So this will be the end of episode one. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess we'll pick back up in the release of Destiny and Why It All Went Wrong. Yeah, well, well right.
1: the next one will be when this thing actually hits the shelves and then yeah. kind of it, all yeah. its post-launch sort of response. Yeah,
0: so hopefully that goes well. <laughs> Thanks a lot for listening. I'll throw it over to Austin for plugs.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Hot Button Cast. We have a website, hotbuttoncast.com. You can find all our episodes there and more videos you know what what have you some cool content coming yeah. soon there's yeah. links there's Depending links to this our comes out. yeah true there's links to our youtube channel on there i don't know how else to direct it to you, you to it cuz youtube sucks you can <laughs> find our spotify there our itunes there our google play there subscribe like on itunes i think i forgot to say that in part 2 <laughs> um but Yeah, subscribe and like on iTunes, and uh, Randy's got a little extra plug for you. Yeah,
1: so uh, I know by the time this comes out, it's been a couple weeks, but if you still needed to catch up on some E3 news, then I highly recommend our Roundup episode on the event. Despite being so ad-libbed, it's extremely informative. I just listened to it, and we really covered a whole lot for you guys. I'm sure there's still some things that we may have missed. I don't think we talked about anything in the PC Game Show or the Kind of Funny Showcase nor the actual cast of the Avengers game, which is probably the best thing that is going for it, I would mm-hmm. say. But, uh, is Mark
0: Ruffalo dead? <laughs> <that>? <laughs>
1: yeah. I think I missed, uh, I, it was funny, I, this is just off the top of my head, I think I missed naming Sega when bringing up all the companies represented in Smash Brothers, which was pretty funny, because like, yeah. it's just it's just that the, that list is so endless. Oh, and those uh, Devolver bootleg games that we played yep. were, were pretty hilarious. Oh, uh, yeah, we oh, did you? that. Did you
0: guys play any? We did, yeah. yeah. I, bought, I bought it. Yeah, oh, my it's... God, did you play the Milwaukee? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Is it good? Yeah, yeah it's,
2: it's really it's funny. It's really funny. It's
1: almost like <laughs> as if somebody was trying to port a bunch of Devolver games to Game Boy Advance or something. That's it's fantastic. It's, it's pretty Frank. good. Uh, um,
2: but,
1: but, yeah, I uh, please uh, check it out, and hopefully we can do more things like it in the future. That yeah. was kind of an experimental yeah. thing that we yeah. did last uh, minute.
2: To add on. if you want to break
1: into news a little bit more? Even
2: if that's something you like. Even if you know what happened at E3, if you like us, you like listening to us, give it a listen and uh, you can hit us up through any avenue you want, you know, I don't know how the social medias work. DM us on one <laughs> Twitter, of them. Yeah. Twitter yeah. DM. Twitter DM, best. whatever. Or you can
0: email us at hot button cast. Or no, hot, hot, bu- hot button podcast. Hot hot button podcasts. Podcasts. Can, yeah.
2: You got any feedback for us, hit us up, let us know, because uh if you enjoyed it that much, we could branch more into that or we could keep with these stories. You know? Yeah. We're, we're trying to figure this whole thing out so uh but, but any feedback is, is we could cover some more
1: conferences in the future yeah. uh big bigger events that go on where there's a lot of reveals or something like the game awards like that's yeah we could definitely branch out into that stuff if that's something you guys like so
2: all right yeah and with that uh, we're gonna call we're here for today and tune pick in for pick part, up, two. Uh, in part two and part two